Listener production. Yeah. All right, Ripper. Um, yep. This is Spe- always for you. Speaking of practice. Yeah, speaking of practice. Great. We've um, struggled, Andy, in the past with our introductions. I haven't been great with it, so <laughs> Ben's been very ordinary. This will be good. McCoy! McCoy has five! Oh, one of our McCoy! The emerging stars are still yet to meet on an AFL field. So Ben's Ben and Harry, hmm. or Harry's Harry and Ben. Welcome back to the Ben and Harry podcast. We have a very special guest. Andy Lee is joining us today. So. Second guest ever. Yes. Well, yeah, yes. that's right. So, yeah. Correct. So yep. your mum was first. Yep, Tracy was and first. And I pipped the rest of your family. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Dad, dad's pretty flat. Yeah. It drops off very quick after mum. So. Yeah, exactly. Cop that, Mr. Mackay. I think he got bumped in it. It was meant to come in, yeah. But, <laughs> but. Maybe charged too much. Yeah, yeah, well, he would actually probably ask to, for money, I reckon, to come on, Dad. <laughs> no, one, Dad. Bit of a tight ass. Um, so, oh, before I get into it. Yes, Andy. I was wondering if you can sign my footy card for my nephew. Yeah, have you got a pen with you? <laughs> oh, we'll get one. Should but I asked whether they had any Ben cards. They Sold said, out, were they? Finally, no. Nah, said trade to them. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen... They both back for Hawthorne, by the way. I've never like seen a, a Ben footy card. Ben Mackay? Yeah, Ben Mackay. There's a few of them out there. There's a, it's rare as him being on the ground. Rare as hen's teeth they are. There is, there's a few, there is a few of them out there, though. <laughs> there is a few out there. Yeah. No, my nephew Kit, my other on the other side, he's got some bends. He's flush yeah. full of pen, bends. Good man. Which means I think he's bad at trading. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible negotiator. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, Ben dilating the... The anyway, I had to give, had to come in and show my support yeah, for absolutely. Harry. Absolutely. Well, we heard a story about you, mm. Andy, and the first time that these guys had kind of run into you. I want to see if you remember this. Do you remember in my first? I think it was my first year at the Best and Fairest. Mm. You, I don't think I ever met you, but um, we were at the Best and Fairest, and you walked past, and I called you Hamish. Do you remember that? Oh, I get Hamish. Fifty percent of people call me Hamish. My mum sometimes calls me Hamish. Like, <laughs> so it wouldn't be that memorable. But what I u- I use it often. I probably would have engaged in conversation with you, did I? Well, we were actually lining up in the bathroom, yeah. and you were walking past, and you said, "Hey, Harry, how you going?" And I was just rattled that you knew my name, mm. and I said, "Oh, uh, Hamish, good, good mate, I think." And then I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, oh, no. "That was Andy." And then I was like stressing for the rest of the night. I think I messaged you on Twitter or something. I, said, I think oh. I just called you Hamish, mate. I'm really sorry. No, com- common mistake. And that's why when I see Hamish nominated for a gold logie, I'm like, they've got the wrong guy. And <laughs> <laughs> all these awards he's got, all these offers he yeah. gets. Yeah, I'm like, no, they've just mixed up the names. Yeah, happens yeah. a bit. So but, something like that wouldn't have flattened you at a Carlton Best and Ferris. I would now. Yeah, <laughs> but nothing can. Like the first day I met Chris Judd. I've never been brought down to size mm. so quickly. <laughs> so I used to come to the games all the time and wear my jersey. Loved wearing jersey as an adult. Yeah. So, you know, in my 20s. Yeah, it's questionable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so gone, got invited down to the rooms after we've had a win, gone down in my jersey, yeah. and Jaddy's walked out. He's gone, oh, good, Andy. What are you, eight years old? Straight <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> Is that the last time you ever wore a jersey? Last time I ever wore yeah. a jersey. Because <laughs> that flattens me. I own about 15 of them for, I used to love for the Lions. I used to I, always wear it. Speaking of our old man before, so I think this is a little bit embarrassing just on for the, us. Just on that point though, sorry to interrupt. Do you judge people, what, what age are you allowed to wear your jersey till? Well, ben? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm going to say 16 to 18 years, I reckon. Anything above that. It just seems a little bit odd. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. Damn it. Well, what do you think about? <laughs> what do you think about like over a hoodie or something? I feel like that's a bit play on. I think sleeveless 
you look like you're a bit of a full kit wanker. I oh, know you don't. Yeah, you don't wear sleeves. Yeah. Never sleeveless. Yeah. Certainly not with my arm. No, I was. I would go the white t-shirt. Yeah. Underneath the jersey, but um, yeah, no, I think. I've realised now that, um, yeah, well, obviously crossed Judd off the list. I was never going to be friends with him after that impression. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but um, yeah, so our old man, he mm. wears, you can buy these like retro heritage um, sort of things, like blue collar jerseys, like the, the oh. old, the wool oh, ones. The wool ones, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And dad always wears like a, I think he's got a North Melbourne he's got one. got a North well. one and a Carlton one. And he always, game, he, he always wears, wears it. He hasn't missed yet. So Good on him. He's like a 55, well, yeah, it's. So you're not you're not dressing him down? Yeah. No, we, I do. We, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> Made it very clear that it's uh, not a great. Not acceptable. Well, what, what's his name? Peter. Peter. Avoid hey. Chris Judd if you do the next match. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not going to end well for you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not a great look, but anyway, he's free spirit, Peter. So good on you, Peter. Let him go. Yeah. What I mean, are there traits of Peters that you guys have or want, or are there traits of Peters that you don't want at all, and you've got ended up with? All right. Gee, it's a good Is he an ordered man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, OCD, like OCD audit. Yeah, we've got a, we've, we've got, got a bit, a of, bit of OCD. Yeah, yeah, great. So yeah. say if, if you sat down, Ben, and the headphones had. So I'll see how my papers sort of like pre. Square, square, yeah, square. yeah. loving what I'm seeing. Yeah. If you if you sat down and the headphones had a knot in them, would you untie the knot? Yeah. Tangle. For yeah. Sure. Great. Even normally with my phone, if I got my phone lined up, it has to be like that as well, like in square. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's real rough and a dial type. Hundred percent. The water bottle sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, you I reckon you're a bit the same, Harry. Yeah, I'm pretty similar. Yeah, well, your yeah. phone's not square. Well, I'm not. That's a mess. I'm not a psycho. Andy's sitting next to me thinking, this place is... Yeah. No, well, well fast and loose. More Hamish Blake with Harry. But yeah, oh. Ben and I might be more similar with yeah. um, a little bit. Well, I, he calls me slow We've and We've found on this podcast, <laughs> Andy, that me and Will are quite similar. Yeah. Really? We've noticed across the handful of episodes so far that we share a lot of similarities. So, in what yeah. way? Don't like cheese. Hate okay. cheese. Right. Um, yeah. That was the main one. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty unique. A few well, subtle it's recurring. It's like you guys are in primary school. You're yeah. trying to find one thing that they have in common That's so you can be friends. Yeah. Yeah. Give away our snacks. Favorite, favorite shapes flavor, I believe, was... Chicken similar. crimpy. Chicken crimpy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's it's a little food related. There's a few, yeah, yeah, yeah a few. Yeah. All food there. related. Yeah. Right. So Andy Carlton Nuffy, of course, wearing mm. the Carlton hat, have the Carlton jersey. Yeah, I thought I'd bring, again, support. Big H. Played well on the weekend. Well done. Thanks, mate. You're in the box? I actually watched the game. How'd you go? Yeah, we had a good win. Yep. Yeah, how'd you go? Yeah, all right. Yep. Yeah. Play moral. Everyone's been playing some good footy, so it's been fun. He he played well. Yeah. They all actually it was their best game of the season. Really? By by right. probably a stretch. That and the Geelong game. We just it had a field, it feel just as good as the other games, but it felt like the most connected you'd been. Yeah, I think to be honest, the last three weeks um have been pretty similar in terms of how it's felt and how it's been a really strong brand of footy. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think to go over there as well, it's always a pretty hostile environment, but to um, play a strong brand of footy and, and get the four points in a pretty important game, I guess, was um, was good. How do you feel so, about his snaps, Ben? Oh, where do I start, Andy? How long we got? Um, <laughs> I think he's, yeah, the bad ones he misses uh, don't look great, but yeah. I think... He kicks them over more head hard sometimes. Mm. Yeah, the touch of the line. <laughs> How do you feel about the snap? Touch in the line from twenty meters. So, <laughs> you know, I don't mean to. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to just drop it over the line. Just I'm just just having to do a set shot, mate. He's got such a good drop punt as I, well. I, yeah, I don't normally give him compliments, Andy, but I agree. He's got yeah. a nice. No, you, you've never said that picking. before. <laughs> it is. Don't be a hero because Andy's no, not. Yeah. You're bringing out a new side in there. Your snaps are horrible. Yeah, yeah, drop punts are all right. Yeah. Which, for more reports, you did that on on the weekend. 
He did. He he he, he, was, he kicked another couple of, of beauties and one snap that got through about head height. Just oh, my head height. Yeah. So you're in the coaches box this weekend. Have yes. you done that before? I have. With with all the different coaches that Carl have had over the last, <laughs> over the last what six years, so yeah, I'm in on against Port, which will be yeah, obviously this weekend. Big game, huge game, yeah. And that's purely a spectator role from the back of the box. You're yeah, not, you're so. very much told not to say anything whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, not 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 really. If even if you're spoken to, just. Remain pretty quiet. They're pretty calm in there, though. Have you, have you ever been up there? I actually haven't. Not. I was in there. I missed the first month of the year with a foot injury, and I was in there for the first couple of games. And yeah, they are at times, but also at times they're very heated. Well, it so. depends on the group. We've in our, yeah, our, our, our coaches are great. We had some past coaches that were yeah. not so not not, <laughs> not not so calm, and yeah. this this mob's pretty calm. But um, yeah. so you 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 Clarko, Rass, yeah, so round one, Jordy Russell, yeah, 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 um, legend. Yeah, legend Russ. Uh, yeah. Round one, Clark, I was on the on the ground, and Rats was in the coach's box, so it seemed pretty calm. But yep. there's a few times where it got pretty heated, and you were happy just to. Do you prefer quiet. the coach being on the bench or it's, up no, in the box? It's a good question. Yeah, I, I'm not the hero there. That I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's usually me. Sitting there worried um, that Clarkson's <laughs> listening. Yeah. Don't worry, he's not listening. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I think as a player. <laughs> I don't go off much, Andy. So I don't really yeah, go yeah, have to deal with them. Don't have to deal with them a heap. So, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what? How much? How many minutes off a game would you have? For, on the weekend, I had about four, four wow. minutes off. Um, but Harry can agree. As a key position player, you're not transitioning up and back as much as some other players. So you you get a bit of a rest. With but you get more of a rest than four minutes. Um, yeah, usually we get one and a half potentially. One uh, minute and a half. No, sorry, one rotation and a half. Okay, so that's six probably, minutes. Yeah, four to six minutes. So he's off. He's off. Tw- he's, he's off twelve minutes to your four. Yeah, no. Or actually, on the weekend, I reckon I was off for two minutes. So two minutes must be nice to have four. Um, <laughs> I've always wondered what's the point in that because I feel like the run to the bench is more exhausting than the two minute recovery is worth. Yeah, sometimes depends where where you are on the ground, kind of thing, but. Everyone, the grappling takes it out of you. Like, yeah, yeah. So you could have been doing like mm-hmm. no running, but have two or three re- repeat contests. And yep. remember, Andy, did you remember when you came down to preseason? We did that ruck yes. running. Remember how you might not have been? I think you were getting the, the tap downs, yep. but just doing repeat like tackling and contest stuff really takes it out of you. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that when I talked to. So I played a lot of field hockey growing up, which is um, yep. really masculine of me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and still play field hockey, and they're, they're they are unbelievably fit. Yeah, they they can cover kind of well fourteen k's in uh, the seventy minutes versus the yeah. the two and a half hours kind oh, of thing. Right. But the um, but they they talk to me about not being dragged down, not being someone hanging off you the whole time, getting bumped into all that stuff. Yeah. They said that 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 kind of stuff. What as far as energy consumption, if we're looking at kind of Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, and there's an energy bar alongside mm. you guys. What percentage of your energy bar is in whole grappling and, and contest work versus just out and out running? Great question. Yeah, very good question. We'll come back after this. Yeah, that's all we've been lacking in this <laughs> podcast, man. Um, yeah, I reckon doing the repeat contest and like, especially if you're up against someone who's built similar in terms of like very heavy and strong, like so to get a, to get a, What's that? So you. So mate. <laughs> yeah, that'd be identical. <laughs> well, that would be similar, yeah. Um, doing that on repeat is, is tough. But then I reckon if you add that in with like, you still have to run, right? So mm. when it's contest, 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 turnover, then you have to run up the ground and then run back and then contest again. Is um, 
is really tough. It's, yeah. it's also depending on how many stoppages there are. I reckon if there's yep. a lot of stoppages in the game, you, you tend to get your breath back a bit quicker. But if it's a up and back game, high turnover game, you're not getting anywhere near as much much break. Uh, are there break, times so. where the, you structurally and a coach is saying, "Let's make sure it gets out a certain amount of times to give." A team a break? Um, like, do you want to try and slow it down? Do you know when yeah. your team's pretty cooked? I think so. Yeah, like, cooked? There's so, times where, yeah. There's, we call it ping pong. So if it's yeah. gone, it's turnover, 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 mm-hmm. and it's just up and back, and it's really hot, that's when you'd want just yeah. a little bit of control and, you know, kick mark a little bit. If you're having a shot on goal, take your 30 seconds. Yep. If the ball's there to be knocked out of the bounds, knock it out of bounds. Reset. Similar for you, Ben? Yeah, very yeah. similar. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I often find it interesting the execution of skills when you're cooked as well because yeah. as just like an amateur person, when you've done a bit of running, yeah. you find that kicking the footy is impossible. And yep. Harry, particularly as a, as a forward, do you find yeah. that if you're particularly cooked, you'll try and pass it before having a shot or is um, it that much harder? Not necessarily. Like I think it's still – it's definitely harder when you're, when you're cooked to have mm-hmm. a shot and goal, especially from distance. But, yeah, I think that's why you got to use all your 30 seconds and – um, back in your routine, take a few deep breaths and settle mm. yourself a little bit. But Do they um, measure people's recovery? Like are there people that recover quicker that are going to be more accurate because of that little attribute? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Because there've got to be people that, yeah. that can that can suddenly get back to, yeah. say, level yeah. quicker than others. Oh, in know. terms of overall fitness and running, definitely. Yep. Like that's a, we do like a lot of repeat running and some of the tests we do. Yeah, I reckon season is, is repeat. if a forward's on their their brink of distance, I reckon they're pretty smart in passing off a finding like a little short one, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I reckon you're onto something there. There's, they know their capabilities when their legs are feeling tired, I reckon. Mm. Like someone like a Geelong do that pretty well, I reckon. Yeah. They, they love that little hit up. It yep. might be 10, 15 metres, but just knowing the, the distance and what they've got in their legs at the time. And do you, do you have demoralising a, for the defenders as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a distance where you go, okay, I'm going to have a shot? It's, it's, I reckon it's purely, or, yeah, it's purely. So Vola, anywhere from 55, you just go yes, and see he's it. having a shot, like yeah. no sweat. But do you, yeah. do you as a, you know, a forward? Yeah, I reckon depends on conditions a little bit because like you get grounds where obviously it's windy or yep. it's wet and the ball's not carrying, the ball's might be a bit flat or something. It sounds silly, but that's actually a thing. Um, mm. So it is dependent on the conditions. But yeah, I reckon anywhere, what you hate, you hate long points. So it just gets to the, the line and just like gets tapped over because mm. that's like, that's just a junk kind of outcome. So, so you're reckon, better off being so 10 metres short, eh? You, well, I reckon you're, you're better off like put, doing up, like yeah. a pull kick to the top of the square mm-hmm. um, if you're kind of not sure about your range because yeah. I reckon it's a coach killer, like those long points. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I love this, just nuffing it out. <laughs> it's, it's really fun for a footy supporter. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I love the tactics of it all. Yeah. You're also a cricket nuffy. Yep. Famously. Triple M cricket. You've been part oh, of the yeah. coverage. Well, now I'm a commentator now. Yeah. You can't be a nuffy if suddenly you become a commentator. <laughs> yeah. Professional <laughs> yeah, nuffy. Prof- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you've just come back from Europe from the ashes. Yep. How was that? Oh, awesome. I mean, it's like the amount of drinking that they do in England throughout a whole, a full strength from 10 a.m. when you arrive all the way till 6.30 in the afternoon. You don't seem to get drunk for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe everyone we spoke to on the way out couldn't understand us, but we were just speaking our own little language. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a really hostile crowd, but in a fun way, which is strange, like the way that they sing the entire time, yeah. their crowds, and, uh, and really clever chants. So you're kind of laughing, but also 
in awe of the fact that they can sit. And the Barmy Army that have the worst seats all the time, so they just get burned. Not not so much in uh, in England, but yeah. they just sit in the sun the entire day, drinking and yeah. singing the entire time. So as far as like supporters, I reckon they're the most resilient and probably the best at it in the world because it's not. Sure, they send their fair bit of abuse. And I, yeah. I know for, for you guys can cop some abuse from time to time, but there's a lot of clever yeah. little antics going on. I mean, yeah. do, do you guys find, I mean, it's hard to probably hear at footy matches, but have you ever been on the receiving of a, of a, of a clever jibe, one that actually made you laugh? Oh, 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 I'm always laughing. So if you go to the, um, you start in the goal square, because one has to start in the goal square, and it's often one of the key forwards, and you just hear some of the supporters yell stuff out. I'm trying to remember if there's any, but... I'm often just like giggling to myself or my opponent. About oh, and you can hear everything they say as well. Really? Like, yeah, absolutely. Like if you're in the goal square, I agree. You can hear everything they yeah. say and it's just they want you to turn around or yep. laugh or something. But you can hear everything they say. I sometimes give them a little bit, just like yeah. turn around, a bit of a laugh. Or... Does it affect you at all, do you reckon? No. Nah. No. Um, depends what they say, Andy, yeah. Really? You reckon? No, wow. no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> 20, yeah, no, no, obviously, yeah, you don't really hear much, but um, you don't take it on board because it's all pretty pretty funny. Um, My favourite one ever was Bobby Quiney. You guys are probably too young, but Bobby Quiney. Bobby, yeah, Bobby, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Bob, Bob uh, a gun batsman for Victoria, played two tests for Australia yep. in his second test in Adelaide, went out for a pair. He uh, got went duck duck, and that yep. was the end of his test career, which is a shame because he's an absolute legend. He was a bloody good player, and uh, we were over for the Melbourne Stars in Perth, and a larger woman turned to Bob, and he was on the boundary line, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, Bobby, hey, Bobby," and he turned around, and she took out both her breasts <laughs> and said, "My pair's better than yours." <laughs> You'd have to laugh. He laughed. <laughs> he was actually in shock. Yeah. He said it actually put him off. For, 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 for. I was running drinks. I'm like, what the hell happened? There? <laughs> yeah. Andy, you're part of a Carlton WhatsApp group that's been spoken about before. Who yep. are some of the other members of that? group? I've left that one. Oh, you've left. Yeah, they were too negative. They, yeah. and I'm a positive guy. Like it. Um, so, so Husey, Husey. Annie Ma. Yep. Yeah, there was a there was a bunch of people on there that um yeah, I couldn't listen to anymore. Although, although they always just have got me cuz I was always glass half full. Yeah. Even if the glass is quarter full, I think it's still still worth <laughs> worth still fine, but still um, so sniff. I'd be jumping in going, "No, no, it's okay, it's okay." And they uh they got too negative. So I left that one. Left that a while ago, actually, probably 3 or 4 years. Oh, it's been that long. Yeah. Said to Husey that I don't not interested. Occasionally he calls me and I I bar his calls. In fact, he brought it up with me the other day on radio. I, I was in to do another interview, and he said I called you the other day. I think we'd had a loss. I can't remember what game it was. Yeah, it was one of those. Ba- we had a bad stretch yeah. there for a bit, yeah. and I knew he was just calling to berate you guys and the coach and stuff. And so I just to vent. Yeah, to vent. So I just just barred him. Just didn't didn't take the calls. And he said, "Are you blocking my calls?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he goes, why? I said, you know why? Because I don't want to hear it. I'm not interested. I want, yeah. I want some positivity. So yeah, I left. I left that one. But you're part of another one, are you? Yep. We're called the Carlton Collective. Just my friends from school and nice. stuff. And uh, and yeah, we're 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 a more positive bunch. Positive vibes. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The collective. And funnily enough, it seems like a go-to word for like the coaches and. Um, also players now they're like oh the collective have really got together and because we're called the Carlton Collective we always think you're talking about us <laughs> so, well we are sometimes <laughs> thank you yeah. so um, yeah no it's 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 important part of sport Just, you oh, know yeah. trading ideas and so on but I can't deal with um, you know it's ruining my life type chat yeah. who cares oh, 
Well, we were having a laugh because we saw a number of Carlton supporters and there was one in particular, I think his name was Frank, mm. who's appeared outside Icon Park and he's eyeballed the Carlton players as they oh, yeah. walked in after a particularly bad loss. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. Um, sure. Harry said he didn't notice him or none of the boys actually yeah, right. saw him. But <laughs> no one saw him, but he, um, he got the day off work to come down. Took the whole day off work. Yeah. Really? To eyeball yeah. the players apparently. And he was but... hiding behind the bush, wasn't he? Yeah, it was going to I mean, do you, I mean, does people, people get stuck? I mean, obviously, North had a, had a tough run for a while there. Were people getting stuck into you? And, and when your supporters do that, is that hard? Um, I think so. Like, I think you've got to remember that they're passionate, as you are, Andy, to your, yeah. to your club. But they've got a right to be frustrated as well. But like you said earlier, it's a game at the end of the day. And, you know, I can guarantee all the players are trying their hardest. So yeah. it is hard to, on one hand, you know, try and do the right thing by them. But also understand that, you know, we are doing the best you know, we can and we're trying every week and whatnot. So and it can share their frustration, but it also, yeah, it's frustrating at the same time. Like yep. Harry's mentioned a few times that, you know, we don't go out there and purposely lose every week. So, Well, here's a um, tough question for you both then, and you can both say pass. Mm. Um, but do you, do you reckon you've ever played in a game where you felt like, gee, we just didn't give our all? Like, like it doesn't mean for whatever reason, like it happens. I've had shows where I'm like, oh, God, I wasn't I think, really there. I think there's moments you'd like back. Like I always think yeah. of a few games or every every weekend there's a moment you'd, you'd like, oh, I'd love that back. Yeah. Or I could have done something different there. I reckon there's that. But I reckon at the, at the time, at the time you always think you're giving it what you've got. But then I reckon it's not until you look back look and back compare it. it to another performance or yep. two weeks later on you you, know, you dominate and you think, oh, well, that was the intensity or it was different. So mm-hmm. it's like at the time you always think you're you're giving what you the best you've got, but it's not until you like kind of compare where you see like a discrepancy and yep. and that's why I reckon some people like question effort and stuff because it's it's never that you don't try, but it's like just for whatever reason you're just off with your instinct or your reaction or yep. whatever it is, and then the discrepancy looks um, a bit bigger there. But at the time, you're always giving it what you've got. Yeah. Funnily, in our game, which is in entertainment, is like other people can make you feel like or make it look like the others are putting effort in. Yeah. And I find that when I watch footy as well, it's like if everyone's coming off their man at the right time, the intensity seems like it's big because yeah. everyone's arriving at the right time and there's a lot more clashes and yeah. so on. If one person breaks the chains, it looks mm. like no one's working because everyone's chasing us. And it'd be, it'd be hard. Obviously, everyone has to click, yeah. Yeah. but well, you can be doing the same amount of effort and it can look appalling yeah. versus well, so, if it's all in sync. Because yeah. we're, we're very outcome-based in industry football. So outcome being they go down and kick a goal, it's like, well, our defense was horrible, but... To your point, it might be one person who doesn't press right and then all of a sudden they go skip, skip, skip goal versus if that person presses um, and we turn the ball over, it's like, oh, we defended amazing. But really, it's one little thing. Yeah. So that's why outcomes can be like dangerous to coach or look yeah. at all the time because um, fundamentally you can be doing a lot right with one little breakdown or sometimes winning can band-aid things as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, we just got over the line, but if you look back, like fundamentally, we're actually a little bit off in our areas. So that's why outcomes can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Ben, for you, said. for you with a club that's you know trying to get everything back going, yeah, how hard or easy is it to believe in what a coaching coach is trying to tell you when you get beaten all the time? Yeah, it's it's that hard balance of the um, the positive v negative. Um, I think I've learned that across the last three or four years that you have to find that balance pretty well i mean there's times where you can be too positive and not actually address the negatives and then mm-hmm. you know vice versa so it's not an easy balance because you don't want to leave everyone you know 
angry and disappointed and feeling terrible about themselves even more than they already are. So yep. it's a fine balance you've got to um, get right. But I think the coaches these days are pretty good at it. Um, but sometimes you need to kick up the ass and do you sit really in every meeting it. and go, I know exactly what they want me to do? I think so. I think especially if they're looking at RFIs you, and you know you think one of yours is going to come up, you always think, yeah, yeah, it's coming. But um, do, do you sit there and review like just? I reckon every footballer, the worst part of the week is you walk after a loss, you walk in on a Monday to your review and because you're thinking, oh, geez, they're going to be a clip of me here. I reckon even at the time sometimes, you know, like, fuck, that, that could be on, on a Monday. Yeah, I reckon yeah. sometimes. <laughs> Literally like oh, 11 minutes in second quarter, this is coming. Do you know the oh, specifics? If you, you miss a tackle or you you got outmarked or something or, you know, whatever it is. And mm. I reckon at the time you think, fuck, that, there's every chance that's that's on Monday yep. in front of everyone. <laughs> so you know at the time. In oh, the game. I, well, we, 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 reckon, yeah. we, we, we had the same. I mean, again, not to do the comparison, but we had a thing called air checks in radio days. Yeah. And every radio show used to do it where you sit down and and your boss would go back to the show and play the bits that you was shit at really? pretty much. Yeah. Like a review. And so a review. a review. yeah. And when Hamish and I are on Saturday mornings, we get a review every week. So every single show, we yep. got it. And so, <laughs> really? yeah. Every single every show. Every single show. And it was, it was more like 10, well, it was more 20 years ago. It was the done thing. Now people don't do it anymore. Bosses probably have too many. They're, mm. they're spread too thin. And, and probably the talent just tell them to piss off. But it was every, we, every single show. Wow. Got reviewed and you similar thing where I would go for a joke that was just terrible or the call of we got the caller's name wrong and then he hung up on us and there's dead air and all that stuff and you're just like oh I know that's coming up yeah, on would they do on. like a <laughs> <laughs> would they do like a two to one ratio like two positive one negative or no nah, it, it was normally all negative. bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a school of tough love back there we're not like you young bucks you yeah. know yeah you need to be coddled yeah uh, and cuddled. Yeah. What, what about now? I'm interested. Do you listen back to your podcast and still think, all right, that was done well, I could do this better? Or do you still listen back and yeah, review yeah. your own so stuff? I, I, I listen back. It depends on, like, I'll probably listen back a little bit more at home because yeah. he's just freewheeling uh, fast and loose. Um, mainly for, like, tiny things like, you know, we have so much fun together. So I worry we get too in and we're not, like, inviting new people in the pod. So just little things like that where I'm like, if someone was just listening for the first time, have they got access to it? Mm. Are they listening? You know, those type of things. So I listen back. And then when we add effects and 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 change games and, and kind of rearrange things, which is very little, we kind of, kind of don't edit too much. Mm. I'll get them to send me the breaks, listen back to it, and just go, okay, yeah, that's how that's sounding. And, and if we tried something different, I always want to hear it before it goes out just to make sure that it's kind of what I had in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah. You wouldn't have had an air check for 20 years, surely. No, <laughs> we haven't had a while. Yeah, yeah, been a while. Maybe we should do that for this one, then, too. Yeah. When this comes out, we'll come back <laughs> next week. We'll do an air check. We'll give you a few but the, I, mean, <laughs> I, I actually, I mean, maybe I'm a saddest, but I loved them. Really? Because I just wanted to get better. Yeah, Feedback. I love like, that mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to take a notebook. One of my ex-bosses, we had a beer recently. He said, you're the only person to take a notebook and write everything down, even if it's the worst. And so what I would do is I'd write it all down and then distill it down to like two things, mm. two mistakes. If I was making them constantly, I'd write them on the back of a sheet and then before the next show, just look at them and go, don't make those two things mistakes again. So right. that was it. And I might make, you know, I may say if I made 10 mistakes, I won't make those two again. Mm. And then that becomes muscle memory and you stop doing that and I'll work on the next two. And so that, I was a bit of a nerd when it came yeah. to it. I wanted to get, I wanted to get it right. Yeah, um, that's good. 
I was probably not as naturally talented as him, <laughs> and yeah. so I, 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 you know, or Big H. So I was doing more slug work, like Ed Kerno running up and down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I really wanted to improve. Yeah. What was Hamish's notebook like? To be fair to Haim, similarly, when we first started, like both of us just really wanted to understand the craft yeah. before breaking it down. Um, so yeah, he, uh, yeah, probably not as ordered as mine, but certainly didn't want to make the same mistakes twice. And we're just interested in getting better. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have you had cool. a chance to listen to our podcast, Andy, at all, mate? I have. Yep. I have. Yep. What, are you, what are your honest thoughts about it? I've loved it. I thought Wills plays a very important role to uh, to break you guys up and let you go back to your corners. And, uh, you know, you take your mouth guards out, you rinse your mouth out with water before you head back in against each other a couple of times. But Thank you, pretty, it's it's, uh, it's been really good. You enjoy it? Yeah. Loving it. We didn't actually say off the top, but to give the listeners some um, perspective, we, two years ago, we were thinking of potentially doing a podcast and I knew Andy, obviously, through the footy club and um, we asked if... If we could catch up and ask him a few questions and um, Ben and I met with Andy and um, had a coffee and uh, that was a fantastic meeting. It was, we got so much from it. But I was wondering if you do remember that? Oh, yeah. Up? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down friends of mine. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. No, it was good. It was, like, but funnily enough, you guys actually went ahead and did it, which is I, there's <laughs> so many people. I'm happy to have a coffee with anyone. That, I don't actually drink coffee. I have a marshmallow in my hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyone who wants to do something, I'm always happy to listen and help because I just think it's pretty hard barrier of entry and it can feel scary. But yeah. often I'll do, you know, have that kind of chat with you guys and people go away and go, oh, it's too hard. Or they like the idea of it but didn't yeah. actually want to do the work for it. So yeah. when I saw that, you know, we've talked about it since has, but when I saw that it's come out, when I've got, when I have people come up to me and said, have you heard Ben and Harry? I'm like, oh, awesome. Like that's, yeah, it's yeah. really, it, I'm chuffed cool. that it, you actually went and did it because the hardest thing is actually starting something yeah, and yeah. making the next call. That's right. Um, and then getting down and doing practice. It, it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're the parts that can be really boring. Mm. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks, um, putting us in contact with everyone here at Listener as well. So. Oh, yeah, they're good people oh. here. Yeah, on the most part. The house of Listener. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful place to be. Do you guys have any questions for Andy before we start wrapping this up? Well, we've kind of ticked off. We had a couple written down here, but... It kind of really flowed nicely, that. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you get a professional in. Yeah. <laughs> Any advice, mate, going forward for oh, yeah. the, the podcast, maybe? How do we take it to the next level? Um, nah, just keep doing what you're doing. As long yeah. as you enjoy it. Yeah. I reckon that's the, that's the main thing. Yeah. As long as, as long as you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, of course, as you pointed out before, these two don't mind to have a bit of a bicker, a bit of a mm. dispute. Mm. Have you ever had a similar fight with Hamish before? Not on air that I, I oh, think has been public. Hamish and I have had plenty of fights on air. Yeah, cheese twisties versus chicken oh, twisties probably yeah. the biggest one. <laughs> to remember that. Um, when he was doing a marathon and I, I gave him a glass of vodka instead of water at the like 40-kilometer <laughs> yeah. mark, that was the probably most angry he's been. Running out of Albert Park. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, off, off mic, um, we get very passionate about certain things on mm. mic, but off mic's pretty crazy. There's nothing um, in our lives that uh, is worth bickering about. <laughs> What about when um, Melbourne and Carlton play each other, mate? Is it pretty? Used to be a great. Fierce? Used to be a great time, but because we we're both terrible for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, hey, during during lockdown, the the year the D's won, I got stuck in Sydney. I went up to do a TV show. And Beck was meant to come, and she couldn't come because the borders closed. Yeah. And I couldn't come back, so I did three months up there, and then Hamish was my bubble buddy. Right. So um, all the Melbourne games and the Carlton games, he'd come round because you're only allowed someone around your house yeah, for yeah. a certain amount of time. So uh, I actually got 
we got in each other's slick stream a little bit and we were barracking for, for Carlton and I was barracking for Melbourne at that time because, you know, it was such a, an appalling, appalling time. So the fact that he yeah. could come and spend, have some beers and watch the D's, um, it was pretty cool. He was so like, Hamish might have a soft spot for Carlton. Is that what we're... Don't know about that. Um, uh, I think we've now gone back to our uh, our corners now that the world's <laughs> really, you know got it leveled itself. He was like the face of the D's supporter group in that grand final week. I remember he was. Yeah, he's really grand final thump, bro. Haim went around and dipped his toe in a lot of different teams going up. So he, oh. he hasn't been the whole run. Right. So he's one of those. Um, so he started. His parents are Geelong. Um, he barred for Carlton for a little bit because he met me, um, but. He landed on the D's and for good reason now. Jim Steins was a bit of a mentor back That's in the day right. through yeah. Reach, an yep. organisation he had. And so Haim met Jim through that mm. and uh, and then became a D's supporter. And then obviously Jim passed away. And um, so that was really informative for for, for Haim. And he um, now he's a, he's a D's man through and through. At least he stuck through the terrible years before yes. finding a flag. And I yeah. think he's certainly bona fide. you got to earn yeah. it. We yeah. were talking because these guys grew up obviously different supporters to the clubs that they now play for. If you were a Carlton supporter up until the age of 17 mm. and you got drafted and you had to drop all connections with Carlton, how would you have gone, do you think? Um, I think these guys see it through a different lens because <clears throat> it's a lifestyle and it's it's your life and your, yeah. your, your, your job. Yeah. So I totally get that. Mm. Um, I've had the same situation where I've had friends start playing for another team. Mm. Um, uh, like Lockie Henderson was a close mate of mine at um, at uh, Carlton and then when he went to Geelong and so I found myself really keen for Geelong to go well where yeah. I hadn't really had that affinity. So I, I think I wouldn't find it too difficult to find a new home and um, and uh, and be and lean into that, particularly if, you know, one of my best mates started playing for a team, but it doesn't discount, you know, how much I love the boys. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Well said. Yeah. I reckon when you have that, yeah, you have that personal connection with, a team through like a mate or a family member, it's, it's pretty easy to to all of a sudden yep. be invested in that team. Yeah, it's like our parents were pretty quick to jump board because we were Essendon fans growing up. Yeah, um, our, our grandpa still follows Essendon, I reckon, more than North and in Carlton. I reckon. Yes. Yeah, and he, he's open about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. which oh, I respect. No yeah. <laughs> as long as he's open about it, because he's always like, "See how we went on the weekend," and I was like, "Yeah." Oh, we had a win or had a loss. He's like, no, no, the bombers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Do you guys find yourself watching far less of other games or more because you want to see what the opposition are doing? How does it sit? I, I watch every game, mate. I love it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah love it. What about you? Uh, hand on heart, I don't reckon I've watched a game all year. Yep. Like, hand, like start to finish. You're kidding. I've watched zero footy this year, yeah. Mm. And, and do you think that's healthy? Do you think that, like... Do you think you should be more engaged or you shouldn't or do you just, you're just being you? Um, I reckon there's, there's an element of watching the game to pick up trends and keep an eye on what's happening. But you get all those, you get all the um, champion data edited clips throughout the week mm. um, that you can watch like behind the goals. So in terms of your um, craft, you can watch that. But I know I just find if, you're, if I'm watching footy, then I'm consumed in that. So I'm thinking what I've taken that mark, what I've run that pattern, mm. what I've laid that tackle. Um so if I instead of doing that, like by watching a movie or watching a TV show, yep. I can feels like I can just kind of get away from it a little bit. Yeah, you um, know, I get that because I, yeah. we, I went through a phase of when we were working on too many shows at the same time. It's like I get home and I used to always watch comedies all the time, and I was just mm. suddenly going to thrillers and dramas and just not yeah. really wanting to be just yeah. for an absolute different approach. Yeah. What 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 draws you to it, Ben? I reckon there's two parts, Andy. I love the game. Like I am a footy nuffy, but also 
um, I've learned that I can watch it and not have those emotions of, oh, would I taken that mark? Yeah, like yeah. I, for example, on Saturday night before our game in Geelong, um, Stephen May was playing really well. So I'd, let's say, took a mark in the third quarter at 10-minute mark. I might just write that in my notes and then go on a Monday or Tuesday, watch behind the goals. And um, if someone's playing well, I'll just make a little note and say, might be worth watching that quarter again or whatever. So really? I've learned that I used to be like that. What, what Harry said was, I'll get so consumed and oh, would I have taken that mark? I'd replay it. But then I've, I think I've learned it's, it's okay just to... Yep. Acknowledge what happened there and then go back and watch it from a purely learning point of view. Um, Can you learn off the the broadcast vision? No, oh, no. not really. I'd, I, whenever I'm watching vision, I, I would never watch it from broadcast. It's yep. always behind the goals. I mean, you get a true um, perspective of yep. what's happening, I reckon. But mm. Especially because yeah. of the stuff that we look for. So like talking minuscule like yep. footwork or body position or timing of or stuff. So you're reading the cues or something. You can't, you yeah. can't see that from broadcast. So you've got to be watching it from behind the goals. Yeah. No. So, so often you'd see like a forward, like Tom Hawkins, for example, take a uncontested mark on the lead in the forward 50. And then I'm more int- intrigued and like, all right, how do you get that? So you look behind the goals and it's this yep. stuff five seconds, seven seconds early, mm. like he's setting his guy up that you'd never see on broadcast. Yep. So I reckon... If the whole if the whole footy community could watch behind the goals, there'd be way more appreciation for what craft and yeah. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. One last question for you both, then. Yeah. I'll start with you, Ben. So Harry has some time to think about it. Thanks, man. <laughs> what's the one thing you don't have, don't name names? But what's the one thing a teammate can do that can really stuff you up? That really pisses you off on game day. Yeah. Like during a game, what's the what's the worst thing? I reckon when you're going to take an uncontested mark down back or something and someone floats across and <laughs> doesn't call you in or something and you got your eyes on it and it just spoils you or something, I reckon. Yep. That that does my head in. Yeah. Because you do the hard work to get the come team. off or beat your opponent and then um, two, two of us go for the mark or something and it's just like, there's yep. one that you could have had. Yes. And vice versa. If I do the same thing and he's probably thinking the same thing. So. And so what we don't know as Paul is like, what are you saying at that point? If the ball's well, that's there, right. Are you guys, are you yelling at each For other? For sure, especially if someone can see if I'm coming across to Harry and I know he's by himself, I can say, Harry, all yours, go for it. Yep. Um, but when there's a, a drop of communication or someone gets too greedy and their eyes get too big and they spoil um, me or vice versa, I reckon that's pretty frustrating when yeah. you've done the work to try and win the ball back for your team. Yep. Um, that's are there, one example, yeah. Are there quieter players than others? You, I mean, yeah, that's something I've had to work on personally. Um, I think... They used to call some, him Humphrey, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. They did. Remember we used to say, <laughs> Humphrey <laughs> Beaver. Um, <laughs> something I've, I've had to work on for sure. But yep. yeah, it's, um, yeah, there's a few guys like that for sure. But yeah. Something you're always um, chipping away at. What about you, H? Yeah, good question. Um, I reckon as a leading forward, like if, you've, if you're coming steaming out in the lead and you've got separation on your guy and then the kick goes over your head, yep. there's nothing more infuriating, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Or on the ground, it's like at least you can maybe go for a ground ball, but when, it's, when you lace out and it just goes over your head yep. and then you've got so much split on your guy that he ends up marking it because it's gone so far yeah. over your head. <laughs> and he, he gets an intercept mark off the kick. Like, yeah, it can be challenging. Right. Yeah. Nice. Well, they never mean it, the teammates, and I'm yeah, sure I've no, been guilty of that as well, but yeah, it can be frustrating. Oh, what a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. What a professional. Hey, Andy. Pro, yeah, a true pro. Good fun. Good fun. Well done, man. Enjoy the coach's box this Saturday. Yep. Yeah, Big game. I'll, I'll move the magnets right. a bit. Don't move me to the back line or in the ruck, please. <laughs> Get Vossi some Taylor Swift tickets while you're there. We're pretty struggling. <laughs> that might be loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Thanks Andy. Oh, Good man. Good man.